Hello everyone, you're listening to the second episode of the Mind on Caffeine podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk about um, something that came up from my last episode. And a lot of my listeners had asked me about uh, nihilism and what a true nihilist is. And um, something they all had in common was that they were under the perception that a true nihilist was someone with no loyalties or purposes in life and always ended up choosing a path of destruction and chaos. And I understand how the idea of nihilism can be easily mistaken for an impulse towards destruction. But that is not the case. Uh, Because in short, I think uh, the view of nihilism has simply been confused with being a nihilist and how some people cope with their nihilism. In the eyes of German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, the nihilist does not necessarily believe that life must be meaningless. Rather, the nihilist rejects that life has any inherent meaning. A possible response to this can be that instead of an impulse to destroy, a nihilist struggles with an impulse to create meaning. In the previous episode, I mentioned that nihilism was a rejection of all religion and moral principles. And I think a character that embodies this idea is the Joker from the Batman series. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. The Joker is a man that truly has no rules. His only goal in several of his adaptations is to simply prove his point to the Batman and to the rest of the world. Uh, You know, throughout his several iterations that have been appeared of the Joker in TV series, comics, uh, animated shows, and several adaptations in the movies, the Joker seems to retain his inherent quality of nihilism. And all of the versions of the Joker are to some extent nihilists. And I think that the Joker shows us that uh, there is a difference between being a nihilist and letting your nihilism drive your every action. I think some of the fundamental ideas of nihilism come from the fact that we are but clumps of carbon atoms stuck to the side of a rock flying across space and any action we do will in no way change or affect the grander scale of events occurring in the universe. And to be honest, that kind of is funny, or as the Joker puts it, You have to keep pretending that that makes sense, that there's some point to all this struggling. Silly goose, it's all a joke. Everything anybody's ever valued or struggled for, it's monstrous. Why can't you see the funny side? Why aren't you laughing? As I mentioned earlier, people cope with their nihilism in uh, very different ways and uh, the Batman and the Joker are stark opposite examples of the way that someone copes with nihilism. They both deal with some form of existential question or a nihilistic view in their own perspective and they both choose to react to it in different ways where the Joker embraces chaos and laughs at the absurdity of life and uh, Batman, on the other hand, devotes his life to the idea of moral justice and becomes a vigilante. This opposite reaction to their nihilism and existential question drives the story forward, where the Joker keeps trying to convince Batman to let go of meaningless conventions and embrace chaos, whereas Batman tries to convince the Joker to adhere to social norms. Simply put, these two characters came to be in response to life-shattering events that represent an existential crisis. For Batman or Bruce Wayne, it was the death of his parents. For the Joker, 
even though there are several iterations of how the Joker came to be, I think the uh, the prime one that everyone takes into account is the fact that he fell into a vat of chemicals which actually turned him into the Joker we know of today. And uh, they both have lost some form of meaning in their life and uh, their choices on dealing with the loss of meaning is what makes these characters so interesting. You see, the Joker in both comics, TV series and movie adaptations does not have a clear origin story. Uh, be it the different stories in the uh, Christopher Nolan universe on how he got his scars or the several iterations in different ages of the comic book. And I think this is the most important aspect of the Joker. The Joker just is. He just exists. Even though Detective Comics issues 166 uh, shows a backstory to the Joker where he becomes the Joker after falling into the vat of acid as I mentioned before, he himself at the end of that issue states that he does not know how he came to be. And I think that this inconsistency in the origin of the Joker and he himself saying that Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice greatly plays into the fact that enough bad events can push anyone over the edge and that we are all one bad day away from becoming the Joker. All it takes is one bad day. That's how far the world is from where I am. Just one bad day. The Joker that portrays this idea the best is Heath Ledger's version of the Joker from the Christopher Nolan universe. He simply wants to show what people are truly like as compared to how they portray themselves and that deep down most people are just like him. Even though in this iteration the Joker doesn't really manage to achieve some of his important goals such as uh, none of the boats really exploded or nor did Batman actually break his rule of not killing people. But he did manage to prove his point by giving Harvey Dent a day so bad that he turned into Two-Face, another iconic Batman villain. And, uh, you know, Two-Face, again, being a character who deals with his uh, nihilism and existential questions by simply flipping a coin to decide either if he's going to take the moral right and justice route or if he's going to embrace chaos. While the Joker's response to the absurdity of life is to laugh, there is something unsettling in that laughter. Sometimes life can be so bad that it is downright absurd. And I truly believe that uh, the choices that we make in the face of absurdity and existentialism define who we are and who we aspire to be. What do you think? And that is all for this episode of the Mind on Caffeine podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Mind on Caffeine and don't forget to subscribe to stay updated.